now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Good news is your dates are here. What's the bad news? They're dead. See, a United States Astro Robot becomes a creature of death. Oh. And they. We have come here to this planet for. One purpose only, to acquire breeding stuff to repopulate our planet. Welcome to Bots, Bugs, and Babes, the B-Movie Podcast. From class to cult, no cheese in between. The movies are B, which entertainment is grade A. I'm your host, Mr. Jason Jackanetti. Join my dad, Mr. Al Jackanetti. Good morning, Jason. All right. Today, we don't have to go back into antiquity for a movie. I think <laughs> we're going to, we're gonna after we do some feedbacks, so we're going to do uh, a little bit of talking about the 2023 movies. Yeah, and so here we go. Let's just jump right in. Uh, we only have one email in the sack right here. Um, it says... I know there's no such person as Dracula, and you know there's no such person as Dracula, and this is from Jack Bond. So Jack writes, uh, I never saw Evan Costello movies until I went online um, asking about a box set as good as the Universal Legacy Collection, so I'm still getting new thoughts every time someone discusses it. Uh, you asked if it's uh, part of the Frankenstein cycle. I had heard about this being the first cinematic universe, but this was, uh, but this time the question makes me realize that also had the first canon battles. Before Star Wars or Star Trek, not that the question would matter until we saw if a follow-up movie would follow a follow-up movie would follow what Abbott Costello did, bring the monsters to America and to contemporary times, and give them some of the less fatal deaths of their careers to re- recover from. Actually, maybe the canon argument didn't affect me. I didn't know uh, how mo- how movies were syndicated in the 70s and 80s, whether they were shock packages or whether the host had to rent them individually, but the prejudice may be why I wasn't able to see comedies by staying up late at night. The the horror is horror and the comedy is comedy, which is good, but also part of the strange pattern for the for their films. In some earlier movies, uh, there are romantic plots that are carried on by third parties, sometimes even characters that the boys' characters don't know until they get until they get thrown together. It's almost it's almost as if the writers uh, felt that they had to do some plot for the other for um, from there to be their comic relief from. So that's from Jack. Um, so Jack's talking about it. obviously Jack is saying he never saw all those Abbott and Costello movies. I mean, I grew up with them, obviously, um, and as do you did. You saw them too when you were uh, a yep. kid. Um, and the thing with the Universal uh, movies being the first cinematic universe, um, originally when it was just Frankenstein and Dracula, they were not in the same universe. They never mentioned Frankenstein or Dracula in those movies. In fact, the mummy doesn't even have it in there. Um, You know, 
and even the, in the Wolfman, like you, like you know, kind of thing as as the original like standalones, because we know that um, Bride of Frankenstein and all that stuff started happening. And still, Bride, you didn't have two creatures in the same movie. You know, Son of Dracula, he's his own person. Uh, Dracula's daughter is her own person. You don't actually have Dracula there. Um, and then it's still not even talking about being this universe. It's still based on the exact same place, same thing. Um, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman is obviously when you start mashing those two worlds together, you know, literally just mash them together. And then it becomes pretty obvious that it's kind of this whole universe. And then um, House of Dracula and House of Frankenstein and Abigail Me Frankenstein really kind of set up literally a uh, the, the universal cinematic universe that Universal was trying to revive a few years ago, but bombed horribly doing <clears throat> Um, so, you know, looking at that as being its own cinematic universe where things exist together, um, you know, I, it, it's not that far fetched that that stuff could exist. But we know when we look back at Universal, um, that those those standalone movies were designed to be standalone. If there had never been Dracula's daughter or son of Dracula, there still would be Dracula, you know. And the same thing with the, now, now the Frankenstein sequels are a little more world building. Right, because each yeah. one of them builds off the previous one. I mean, so until Lugosi's back in, I mean, when does when does Dracula reappear in Universal? It's not until like House of Frankenstein, House of House of Dracula, and Emma Costello. That's it. Yeah. He's never in another movie, is he? No, no, because no. it's no. Son of Dracula and Dracula's daughter, but that's it. Yeah. And the Wolfman doesn't appear in another movie until uh, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Movie. And then, of course, and then the the, the three crow, cr yeah. crossovers. And it, you know, history says that uh, that the almighty dollar is what is what drives uh, the next movie. And as a matter of fact, when you look at the ads for the for House of, uh, of Frankenstein, if you can have one monster, why not have five? Yeah, and that they would include Igor or the uh, the hunchback nurse. Yeah, hunchback nurse. Yeah, but again, that the. the when, when, when we 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 reviewed a lot of those movies individually, but when we did the uh, we did House of House of Dracula, House of, House Frankenstein. of Frankenstein. I mean, it's a really good movie, yeah. uh, you know. Through, but again, there are there are pieces of it, and I think I mentioned some of them. Where my problem is, I'm a continuity person, and some of the scenes. You, you can you can tell, but again, it doesn't matter if you're just watching it for the mm -hmm. the enjoyment of the movie. That movie was really good. Yeah. Now, how you know? And again, they they tie the story in that the Vesalia and uh, and you know Dracula is 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 uh, uh, in the coffin. Now he comes back as uh, you know Carradine instead of Lugosi, but okay. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, but those tie in well to the Frankenstein. Now, the Frankenstein is really the through story. Right. Now, some people might point to the mummy and the original mummy, Karloff's mummy, which really should be called the Egyptian because it's not really a mummy movie, um, is its own standalone thing. It doesn't exist. When you get to the mummy sequels, those are their own movies. But in all fairness, half of those movies are the previous movie re-shown in flashback and they're only 60 minutes long, and when you show 20 minutes of flashback, that's basically a TV show. Yeah. Um, but I love the, I actually love those movies. Kind of the, the, the mummy movies are always quick hitters in and out. But to me, the Kaharis mummy is always the mummy. Imhotep is the Egyptian. He is the priest. He is the whatever. And that's why that's why when they uh when um Stephen Summers made The Mummy and The Mummy Returns, those mummy movies clearly are all designed to be a franchise, making it Imhotep, and he's still the priest, but he is actually still the mummy as well. He's crazy kind of thing. But the, the Frankenstein movies, I was saying, 
literally follow right through. Those movies pick up one after the other, and they just, if you, if you watch them back to back to back, there it's very easy to see how those movies tie directly oh, yeah. together. Well, you they, know? they don't look like they wouldn't in the Frankenstein meets the, meets the Wolfman. There's a plot at the end. Oh, at the end of, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. plot at the end. The next one. It's House of, House of Frankenstein. House of they pick up, yeah. He's, well, he's more crazy. than that. How about the go back one more? It was that Ghost of Frankenstein's right before it, right? That's when the whole castle gets exploded and it gets frozen, right? Well, where does he find him? In the blown up castle? That's the continuity that is important to make those yes. movies kind of move together. It's not like you walk into a swamp in Louisiana and somehow you end up in a swamp in... No, I had it backwards. Sorry. You walk into a swamp in New England and end up in a swamp in Louisiana. Yeah. Just saying. Um, but like that's the idea, though. Th those movies really created that connective tissue for a universe, yeah. which, again, I'm not saying it's it wasn't done because you, you had serials and things like that where it was every week. But those were kind of, you know, yeah, well, these, these were some of them. Well, I guess a couple of them were, were released in the same year, one earlier and then. The no, no, but I'm saying, but serials, you'd have like yeah, Batman like 12, and Robin, whatever. 12, 12, it's it's 12, episode 12. Well, those are, those get, are two, but those are like, Saturday that's like TV shows now. They're, the yeah, old serials yeah. are now the TV shows. But then you think about like what other movies besides Kong and Son of Kong had that connective tissue. And let's be honest, Son of Kong only exists because King Kong was literally the biggest movie in the entire world. And they're like, we need to make a new one fast. And they did less than in the, within the same year. Within it came same out. Year. So that's what I'm saying is, and that was made on purpose to cash in. Not until you get to uh, Japan with, uh, I mean, the original Godzilla was not never meant to have a sequel the way this, that they, they can now envision them now. But like, you know. There's no direct sequel to Rodan, as in like Rodan no. 2, no. right? Um, and Rodan is amazing. But I mean, Rodan shows up in others, but there's no Rodan 2. But they're really, the way Godzilla and the kaiju movement happened was because obviously from their influence from King Kong and their influences from the, the giant bugs and stuff like that, like them and movies like that, that, at the same time are all occurring. Kaiju movies all connect together, if you look yeah. deep enough. And that's why we have literally the movies now we have Godzilla X Kong coming and it's just tying together Kong Skull Island, which is the prequel. Then you tie in Godzilla King of the Monsters. You start tying all these movies together. They are making movies purposely to tie them together. And that's not even getting into trying to do things like the Conjuring movies or like any of those like kind of like where there are side stories coming in. I get mean, the Annabelle trilogy. Yeah, there's three of them, right? Yep. Those and then the Nun 1 and 2 and then there's the Curse of La Lorena. Those are all ancillary stories to the Conjuring's. If you've never seen any of the other movies, you can still watch all the Conjurings in a row and be totally fine. But if you watch those other ones, now it means a lot more when he walks into the office. You're like, that's a creepy painting. That's the nun. Well, I know what that creepy painting is going to do. So I know, you know, and you know what those things mean, or you know what the doll is, or you know what these things are. They now have taken the ideas that Frankenstein was laying out where they were just linear movies. And now we're branching the stuff on the side. You can look at the Wolfman the original Wolfman um, as like a branch movie off of that, but it has not, there's not one mention or note or anything of Frankenstein or Dracula or anybody. It's just, they live in their own little world. Right. Well, later on in the, in the series is the, is the gypsies. But, but it's later. It's not yeah. like, it's not like the, the, the gypsy. It's not, it's not like Maliva was in Frankenstein and then Maliva happened to be the right. same gypsy. What I'm saying is, so if you had had Maliva in one of the Frankenstein movies, there's your tie. We don't get that tie-in until they're like, wow, okay, the Frankenstein movies did, I mean, they did well. All the Frankenstein movies always did well.
because let's face it, they're well-made and, you know, I mean, artistically, Bride of Frankenstein is considered to be one of the greatest artistically made movies of the time, but that's James Whale kind of thing. Um, but when you start looking at that, what it laid out, those stories, those, those, the, the separate movies are not designed to be parts of it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. That's the one thing Universal didn't do. They, I don't, because I don't think anyone thought of it. Like, you know, the, the Creature Black Lagoon doesn't tie into any of these things. Yeah. And that's like one of their biggest hits ever. You know, they has two sequels which follow directly on, but like, it's not like all of a sudden they're like, oh, here comes the Gill Man walking through the door, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, you know, just the opposite is the Hammer movies, the Hammer Frankensteins. They're, they're, they're all standalone movies. Uh, no. Like, he's, he's throughout all of them. Yes, but it, it, okay. The, the Hammer Frankenstein movies, he's the only consistent thing in them. Here's the difference. Right, the Frankenstein's reality. monster. No, it's, but he's playing the same person. Frankenstein's monster in Universal is the same through all of them. I mean, different people played right. him, but it's still the Frankenstein's monster. Even though, you know, it's now the son, it's now whoever, it's the, it's, it's the whatever, it's the nephew, it's the different people, right? The difference is Hammer said, we're going to make Frankenstein. He's like, oh, cool. I'm like, no, but Frankenstein's the guy, not the monster. So the monster changes every time. So they made them different. But their movies truly do follow. Their Dracula movies all follow. Whether you believe the jumps they're making or not, they all follow. Right? Dracula himself goes through those stories. If he's, he, when he gets drowned in the river, they find him in the river. Like, he's he's ash. They pour blood on him. Like, kind of thing, right? You know, it's like it's like protein powder when you add the water. Right? Kind of thing. Just give him a good shake. Um, but, um, so, the problem is, like, Hammer understood that. And then they made theirs. They tied that together. Now, I have got to say, because Luke is a, a very big uh, Hammer Frankenstein kind of movie. And again, I like him too. So do you. But, like, but Luke would know this probably better. When you look at them individually, each one of them, when you say, okay, how are you getting here? He changes his name. He changes something about it. But they all make sense in where he's going because he's trying to keep doing the same thing. Yes. No, that's what I'm saying is that the, the plot. But it's not it's not a creature the same. Yeah, it's the a, it's the, the same thing. But when he changes his name, that, that's that's where I think the, the hammer's the, the, you know, diverted from the, the universal ones. The, the only constant is Peter Cushing. And the creature is oh, he's what he's making. Well, no, it's not creature. It's only creature no, no, only one no, no. time. Yeah, he's the only did no one time. One time it was what's his face. It was the guy who played um, Darth Vader, and then it was another time. Oh, it was a, okay. It's a different person every time. Yeah. That's the thing is the creature changes every time. He's got to build a new one. They keep you keep wrecking my creature. I got to make a new one. I mean, I mean that's the whole point. They they had it so like at the end of Curse of Frankenstein, he's supposed to be dead. They cut his head off, yeah. and what happens? He switches the body, you know, he gets the, he puts the priest and the priest gets his head chopped off. Right. But that's the thing is he keeps escaping different ways and it's not the same escape every time, but that's what happens is that he takes the brain and switches the brains. And, and instead of just being the same story every time, the story keeps evolving and evolving as medicines evolving. That's why I think the universals, again, the creature being consistent for a younger viewer, that's much easier to follow. That's Frankenstein. You look yeah. at him, that's what Frankenstein looks like. You know what he looks like. He goes through, right? The monster, right? But yet the the story evolves for in the Hammer ones where each time it's something different. Like this time he's trying to like, you know, they're trying to find the soul. This time they're trying to do whatever. It's different things. He's, he's again, at the end of the day, he's still trying to bring people back from the dead, but it's still a little different, a little different, a little yeah. different. Even, even like Frankenstein and the monster from hell, when he's in the insane asylum, you're like, well, at some point they had to catch him. Well, what's he doing in there? He's making himself, and that thing looks like a, an ape, right? You know, because he's working with that. You got to work with what you got, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, but then 
the Hammer's mummy movies don't follow very well because they're all different mummies. So be as it may. Okay, please, please. The whole idea of a cinematic universe, obviously, Universal was probably the they 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 got to be the one who started this. If you once you escape the idea of serials, you know, because Commander Cody and those things like that. Every week you go, what's going to happen? Now those if you sewed them all together, they make like two movies total. If you sew all fifty episodes together, kind of because they're short. But for movie wise, it's going to be Universal's got to be there. And you know, without that, I'm not saying you wouldn't have had your Star Wars and your Star Treks and things like that. Eventually, it happened, but. Something had to lay the groundwork. Something, yeah. something had to break the window. Something had to make the carpet carpet wet. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So, um, but again, you you make one movie like Star Wars. When, when yeah, well, it was never what, supposed to be. A, yeah, it was never supposed to be a franchise. You know, no, but you know, but but as soon as something makes money, the, the, the light bulb goes off. Said, hey, let's see if we can make another. Okay. One. Well, and then when the second one hit, and it turned out to be outstanding. Well, the thing is, okay, but Star Wars, there was always stories designed to be there. There were other right, stories. Right. But what did we get the backing to make it a different story? Universal making in-house movies. Right. They knew they had the money. They had the money. Right. Well, the one thing that, that I've, always, I've always wondered is that, you know, Koloff was 40 years old yep. when, when he made Frankenstein. What would have happened with, the, with that sequence of movies if he had been... 25. Well, he had been the monster going forward. He had been he had been in, in silent films oh, yeah. for a while. He, matter of fact, he's in the original um, uh, Scarface. Yep. He's he's the, he is in the he's, he's not Scarface. He's not Scarface. But he gets killed, and when, but you you can't take your eyes off of him when you see that. But because Paul Mooney is is Scarface, but he gets killed in that movie. Um, uh, you know, but again, that that's that was that was his part. But had he been twenty five, and he had been the monster going forward, because once you get to um, Lugosi playing, you could see his. He, okay, well, that he, was only. Remember, it had been it had been Cheney before him. Lon Cheney had taken over. Right. Yeah, and then well, Lugosi yeah. had because they couldn't have Cheney do both roles. Well, see, that's the only that's the only non consistent thing until you get to uh, the last the last two. But the I'm saying if you had the same visage of Karloff as as Frankenstein, that would have that would have tied it even more. Okay, but, but the, I'm not saying it but the makeup's the same though. Like the, the, it's it's relatively the same makeup. You're not getting very different. The uh, um, Christopher Lee's Frank, uh, Frankenstein's monster compared to any of the monsters, any other ones, every one of them looks completely different. Yeah. Oh, no, right. No. So at least the consistency was there. And <laughs> if they had never had Lugosi play him. Be, like let's say they had, had Glenn Strange play him. Yeah. I think people would not remember because Lugosi's just too small to play him, and that's what the, that's the biggest knock on Frankenstein meets the Wolfman is that he's just tiny compared to what he's supposed to be, right? But if it had if it had never been Lon Chaney, if it had gone right from Lugo, uh Karloff, and then let's say Glenn Strange had taken over, because that's what most people when you describe Frankenstein, they describe Glenn Strange to you. Um, it might again it, sure, it, but but the thing is, I don't think anyone's looking at the like. Um, Son of Frankenstein or uh, uh, um, Ghost of Frankenstein or whatever kind of thing and think, oh, well, that's a different person. Like, it still looks like the monster, yeah, not you know, kind of thing. No, so That was just out of curiosity. One thing uh, that people, a lot of people that of you and, you and I, we realize, but you don't think of uh, Boris Karloff as anything more than, uh, than, than the, the Frankenstein monster. And yet he had, there were, and I'm going to mention one that we haven't even talked about, but he made a movie called The Body Snatchers, 
with Lugosi, mm-hmm. which we just watched, I just watched the other day. It is outstanding. Yeah, so and the Burke and Hare movie. The Burke and Hare. But there is a movie that I picked up on, on DVD. It had, I had never seen it before in my life. It's called The Man Who Lived Again. It's He plays a, a doctor in there. If you get the opportunity to see it however you can, whether it's on uh, um, on some streaming device or, uh, or whatever, watch it. It it's not what's you know it's a ninety minute movie, maybe it's eighty eight minutes, whatever. But it is an outstanding movie for him as an actor. There's no makeup here. I mean, he might have a beard or whatever, but he's not deformed or whatever. He's it's the man who lived again. It is an outstanding um, vehicle for for any Karloff fan yeah. if you've never seen it. Yeah. So, all right, folks. So uh, we said we're going to talk about some. We've been talking about other movies, and we've been talking about some movies. We're going to talk about stuff from uh, 2023. And um, I so I I did I know I have not seen some movies that I need to see, and then um, and obviously. Um, I mean, we could sit here and talk about Equalizer 3 and Expendables 4 and like John Wick 4, but like there are other podcasts that'll talk about those kind of things. And not that those movies didn't come out last year. And, you know, again, I love those kind of movies. Um, but there's a few that I wanted to touch on uh, for sure that might have gone uh, either you forgot they came out or you didn't see them. Um, first one came out early on in the year. It's Megan. If you haven't seen Megan yet, um, I don't know. You see Megan? Not yet. No. Okay. So Megan is well worth the watch. It is not Child's Play. If you think, oh, I've seen Child's Play. Cool story. It ain't Child's Play. Child's Play is about about possession, and it's all the and Child's Play has got really weird lately. If you haven't watched season three of Chucky, gotta watch season one and two first to get to season three. Those that movie that series has gone way different than I thought it was going to go. Um, but if you haven't seen Megan, well worth your time checking it out. We enjoyed it. My daughter watched it with us. She loved it. Um, another movie that people thought was a joke and it was a joke and it's actually really funny is cocaine bear. If you have yeah. not seen cocaine beer, yeah. it does exactly what it says on the tin. Yeah. It is a riot. Like the, the, the people get their flesh ripped apart. I mean, the bear kills people, right? But he's pepped up on Coke, but it's literally hysterical. Ray Liotta is really like, he's a, he's a Coke addict, but he's, he's funny in it. Like there's, there's definitely, it's worth your time watching. Um, you know, oh, kind of thing. It's hard to believe he died. Well, yes, yeah. but, but that movie was made before. Yeah, I'm actually, no, you know, no, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm saying, but it was made and it was in the can for a little yeah. bit kind of thing. Um, and he's not in the movie a ton. There's, he's only in it for parts of it at the very end. Um, but those are two people probably overlooked. Um, obviously dad and I both saw 65, which, um, I thought had a lot of potential. It had some really good parts, but at the end just kind of was okay. okay. You know, I thought, I mean, I don't, I mean, Adam Driver might not be the best leading man in the world, but I don't think he was the problem with it. I think the story just kind of like fell a little flat um, for me, but the effects were good. I thought the dinosaurs looked cool. Everything, everything. It it had all the pieces and parts. It just didn't, it was missing the pizzazz. Yeah. There was no, there was no excitement. I mean, it was, you know, they don't know that the the world's that's going to end. The only thing is, I think, that they by having three oh, are we, oh can we yeah we got some people we got, you know there's spoilers if we're talking about a movie there's okay. spoilers on I mean I mean the, granted uh, these movies aren't 70 80 years old but right. you know kind of thing yeah but I don't want to seven don't, to eight months old but yeah. again if, if we haven't that's if fine we haven't seen, that's fine but again at the end of the movie the the the, uh, the mechanism to get off at that point but they didn't know it was Earth but to get off the uh, the planet is 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 pretty logical but to have three 
T-Rexes yeah, at yeah. the end. Right. So one T-Rex has been enough yeah. to pretty much ruin your life, right? right. Now you're fighting three of them with one gun. one gun. It just becomes, that's what I'm saying. Like it kind of like, it had all the pieces and parts, but it's like, it just missed something to tie yeah. it together. What, what you wanted, what you wanted at the end of that was, uh, I, I don't say a big bang, but you wanted something wow. Yeah. And But you didn't get a wow. You got, oh no. Yeah. yeah. So. But again, it did, like you said, the dinosaurs. No, was, uh, the effects were good. And as a matter of fact, other than the T-Rexes, all the other creatures, creatures you have really, never yeah, seen before. They're, they're gross and they're, and they're, they're cool looking. Right, but you have, not, you have not seen them in any of the Jurassic yeah. uh, World or yeah. Jurassic Park movies. Yeah. So having new creatures uh, is it, it was was well worth it. But yeah. again, it to me, it just fell flat. Yeah. So um, the other ones uh, that I want to mention, obviously, Dad and I both saw Shazam, Fury of the Gods. A lot of fun. A lot of like, again, if you like DC movies, this is the most Marvel DC you can get kind of, mm. it's not dark and gritty and whatever, but it's light and fun and it's crazy and it's nuts. And Haley loved it. Um, uh, Creed three, of course, was just, you know, again, you gotta, you gotta I've seen the creeds and you can, again, it follows right along. Um, so one that um, people might've overlooked, um, uh, might've been a movie called missing. If you haven't seen missing yet, it's the follow up to, I forgot what the other one's called. Um, it's the, the daughter is stolen. This is the one where the mother is stolen on a right. trip. It's, it is, it's heart wrenching. Because you're like, they feel this poor girl is trying to find her mother who's now been kidnapped. To, you know, not to go too much deeper into that, um, but it's it's well worth your time. Um, obviously, Scream 6 came out. And then again, if you like the Scream movies, which I do, um, Scream 6 made sense. Um, I guessed it five minutes in, but I've guessed every Scream movie five minutes in, except for the first one. And even that one, I guess about 10 minutes in, but that's different. Um, but a movie that I think many people probably overlooked, and I know it's not horror, is a movie called Champions, which my dad and yes. saw. My daughter was the biggest, like, she was, we have to see this movie. We have to see this movie. I'm like, it's about special needs students yes. or at, uh, young adults, I should say, playing in the Special Olympics. Woody Harrelson plays a not-so-nice person who learns a lot about himself. So it's a, it's a feel-good movie. Yeah. It's funny. It is so funny at times. And um, since... My wife works for special needs students. My daughter is planning. That's what she wants to do with her life. You know, if I'm being a special ed teacher and special work with special needs students, some of the stuff that happens hits close to home than it does to other people. Yeah. Um, we thought it was really good yeah. comedy. Yeah, there are, there are, in, I mean, I love that movie. And so did, so did uh, mom, but the, there are a couple of scenes in there that are, you know, they're, 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 they're tough to watch, mm -hmm. especially if, if, if you look at it as, as, you know, as being, you know, you're characterizing them exactly the way so many people think they are. Right. And the problem is in the, well, I shouldn't say the problem, in the movie though, you learn so much because they are, they're not all the same. I mean, yeah. some have Down syndrome, some have, uh, or, um, have, um, you don't call Asperger's anymore, um, who are autistic. Um, some have di different things and you learn about each of them, what their strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah. Um, and like the, the one young lady who's in there, her sass, it knows no mm -hmm. end. And I'm like, oh my God, I know that child. I literally know mm -hmm. that they don't. I think, but well worth your time if you didn't check it out. A couple more mainstream ones, obviously John Wick Four is John oh. Wicked. It John Wicked the heck out of it. it um, you know, it's it, it's it's what it is. You yeah, know, kind of again, it, it, you have to see one, two, and three. Yes, yeah. If you don't, if you don't if, four one hundred percent needs one, two, and three. Yeah, I mean, especially number especially one because one sets up every yeah. every movie yeah. on the follow one, and there's there are reasons. And the nice part about the the John Wick movies is from one to four is the the main characters. In, 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 oh, yeah. They're, 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 they follow. They yeah. follow the same people. Yeah. So you don't have that 
what is what part is he playing right, again? Right, right, right. So um, another one we watched it. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, Dungeon and Dragon, Honor Among Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. Um, the effects were good. Yeah. Uh, Haley liked it. She thought it was funny. And again, if you're not a D and D fan, and again. I, I know this might shock people, but I don't play D and D. I've never have. Um, whereas, like my brother and other people have played D and D. I don't know if things are accurate or not, but it was good. It, yeah. I thought it, I thought it brought people in. It's light fantasy, so you don't have to know deep, deep fantasy stuff. No, but it's, I, it's, and it's right, but and Chris Pine is good in there. Um, the Super Mario Brothers movie was good. Um, didn't you didn't see it? Well, that was good. Haley thought it was really funny. I love the end of it. Is literally the they redid. So there's another thing. Um, Oh, what's it called? Um, I forgot what it was from, but literally the end of the, the end fight scene is taken directly from another thing. And it did it just in Super Mario World, which people lost their minds about. Um, and then around that time, though, um, when those things were coming out, um, of course, there's Renfield, which we both liked, oh. which was really funny. I'm really hoping they're going to make a Dracula movie with with um, uh, Nicolas Cage's Dracula. Um, but Renfield's a funny movie. Haley laughed her way through that too. A child who doesn't like movies found that funny. It's actually really good. The effects are good. Nicholas Cage just chews the scenery up as Dracula. He's yeah, he's yeah. outstanding. Yeah. Um, then around that same time would have been Russell Crowe and the Pope's Exorcist, which oh. looks like it's getting a sequel now, yeah. um, which I liked a lot. I thought it was it it it, it reminds me a lot of Con uh, not the Conjuring's um, like. Yeah, like something like it's it's it has bits and pieces, a little bit of some of the conjuring, some of the insidious movies, yeah. some of the you know, kind of thing like um um not really sinister, but it, it kind of has that in it. Um this much more in the line with like the nun and the nun two and things like that. Thought the Pope Extras was really good. Yeah, the, the thing that ties this movie together is Russell Crowe. Yeah, he's he's great in it, yeah. Russell Crowe is gladiator, but in a movie like this, he he carries it, mm -hmm. and not only carries it, he makes you want to get. What's the next scene? What's the next? Scene? So you know what this movie reminded me of? It was like it was like watching um um oh the Da Vinci Code, but yeah. instead of having Tom Hanks nice. out there supposed to be the action hero, you actually have somebody who could do something, um kind of thing. So uh, and again, whether you like Da Vinci Code or not, and that movie was well made and stuff, but this has got a lot of those elements of like historical yeah. stuff, oh, and you're just like. Yeah, I believe that this priest is not going to take any of this garbage. Like, he's that guy. So, um, and then at about the same time, Evil Dead Rise came out. I saw that opening day in the theaters. Um, it is it is an Evil Dead movie. I'll tell you, it, it is an Evil Dead movie, but it is not old school Evil Dead. Okay. It is leaning much more towards um, newer kind of ideas on Evil Dead. The Evil Dead, the fourth Evil Dead movie, which is the one with uh, the, the woman, um, uh, Jane, what's extra, extra, the one from, um, forgot on the, the one in Detroit where the guy's blind. Uh, don't breathe. Don't the, breathe. Uh, oh. So Jane Levy, Jane yeah. Levy is in that one. That movie is harsh and brutal. And I love it, especially the unrated cut. Oh, it's just amazing. This movie is trying to be that, but I think didn't go far enough at times. Um, the abomination at the end, eh, I don't love the CG tweaks they did. I wish they had been more real effect. Um, but overall, the movie's good. Um, it's 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 quality. I mean, it, it, if you like blood and gore, you got to watch it. So that same time, I was going through some of the chemo stuff and whatever, and I wound up watching Shishu, which oh. out John Wick's John Wick. Now, I know some people don't like Shishu. They think it's impossible. That movie's impossible. And I'm like, have you watched a John Wick movie? Because old movies are impossible, too. Um, but Shishu is nuts. And I'm watching with Kelly, and she goes, oh, my God, that's crazy. Oh, wait. We're only 10 minutes in. 
Oh my God, that's crazy. Wait, we're only 15 minutes but in. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but it's, when you watch it, if you, if you just watch it, in, in, just for the sake of watching the movie, yeah. and each thing that happens for a good part of the movie yeah. could happen. Yeah. Well, okay. The only, the thing is this, the very, so if you haven't seen Shishu, the very, the last thing he survives is probably the only thing yeah. that wouldn't actually happen. But and I'm I'm willing to believe that he cut a guy's dug into a guy's throat with a knife and took the air out of his lungs while they're underwater. All those things I'm willing to buy. The last thing he survives was the plane. Not so sure. But I bought everything up to this point, and I've seen how many uh, Indiana Jones movies where he survives way worse than that. So we'll just take it. But Shishu is well worth your time if you haven't seen it. Um, one that we were supposed to watch, we didn't get a chance yet. Is Polite Society. That's about the um, the. Um, Indian from India, so it's not like racist. Indian uh, sisters and the ones supposed to, and then they think the the mom's like evil, and the one mm. sister wants to be her. Just looks good. Um, we wanted to see it. Um, you saw Big George Foreman, right? Yeah. Um, which I haven't seen yet. Um, Are you there, God? It's Margaret. We watched with Haley. She loved it. She's, like, she's the perfect age, and I'm like, and it brought back right. memories for Kelly and I because just Judy Bloom as our childhood. But Haley found this to be actually perfect for her. Which is crazy because you know we usually can't get movies that she actually likes. Yeah. Now the, the thing with the, going back to Big George Foreman, sure, yeah, is that supposedly uh, he, the, uh, the real George Foreman, yeah. is the uh, um, he has in, he had input into the yep. movie. So things that are happening, obviously there's, there's, there's poetic license, but the, each of the fights that that he goes through and who and there's yeah. there's real names it's real fights yeah. i mean they may Well you couldn't fake i mean everyone knows that Foreman fought this guy in this yeah. day you and can't so, fake that stuff and so that if, if you're if you're a, if you're a sports fanatic yeah. and, and you love boxing this movie hooks you all the way through because you know that there's going to come a time where he's going to put up he's going yeah. to have a a, a cooker a George that, Foreman cooker that, yeah that he's going to make yeah. some money and that supposedly is 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 true, right to the right to the to the point where he somebody says, you know, why don't you sign your name here? Because he was getting a little destitute. Remember, there was a point in time where he he gained tons of weight, yeah. and nobody wanted. And then he he goes back into the ring, and he could still punch. And then once wow. he once he won the title, Dad, uh, yeah. that was. I mean, I watched it with we watched that here. I lost my mind. There's no yeah. way I thought George. I'm like he he can't win. He can't, he can't win. win, and he did, and, he, and George Horn became a celebrity. Yeah, that made him a celebrity. And then, but again, he was still not making any money because he was only making. Because he says the only way I can make money is to fight. Yeah. And when he wasn't getting fights, the money was drying up. Yes. Yeah. He had seven kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And so that that the uh, that the George Foreman uh, cooker. Oh uh, no, that it's yeah. Came through. It, it it that movie is is a good uplifting movie. It yeah. has it has a happy ending. Yeah. So uh, also this year, obviously, major blockbuster was Guardians three, which is fine. Mm -hmm. You have to like the Guardians. Um, Fast X, a major major blockbuster. Again, you have to like the Fast yeah. movies. But again, they're getting a little crazy. Well, no, uh, getting crazy is one thing, but as uh, as we start getting through to the to all of these super blockbuster movies. Guardians 3 was tough to watch for me. Now, I like Guardian 1 and 2 more so than I like Marvel, and you know that. But this one here, there's so much, it's almost like a psychedelic trip on this thing. Like, you have to be on, on acid to watch it, because they're, yeah. they're, they're in they're some the universe is all multicolors yeah, flowing here and there, and it was difficult to watch. Now, the uh, uh, Fast X 
to me, was just a stupid movie. But I'm saying, but Fast X also no. made no, an no. insane amount of money, Dad. No, no, so no. we know there's three more coming. No, no, so no, there's, one, there's one thing about a franchise. You go from one to two to three to four to five, and there, there's a reason why they're going from all that. Yeah. Now, this one here is made just to make money. But it is just, to me, um, we're watching this, and I'm saying, I'm, I'm telling you, Mom, I said, why are we watching this garbage? Yeah, it's well. the it, all it is is they've they've you know reused every conceivable concept yeah. that they've used before, and now that they're, they're just going over the top on every one. Yeah. I mean, when which was the movie where the the car goes from one building to the other through? Well, it? I don't know. They were that was the one in Dubai. I've yeah. seen that. I don't remember. It's I mean, it's well, you, seven, you thought, eight. You thought that was yeah. That was unreasonable. Yeah. Watch this movie, and there's nothing. There's nothing that you would say is realistic. Yeah. So, so, but I'm saying, so again, like those are major blockbusters. Other major blockbusters, we had Transformers Rise of the Beast. Um, Flash was a major, made, made a ton of money. I mean, we watched Flash. And again, I like DC movies. This was okay. Um, yeah. There are certain DC movies I like far better than this, but it's fine. Um, two that kind of get lumped together are The Covenant and uh, 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 Kandahar. Which is the Covenant is the one with uh, um, it's the Guy Ritchie movie with uh, with Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. um, and then uh, Kandahar is with Guy but uh, Gerard Butler. Yeah. Both of those movies came out relatively about close in time, yeah. and yeah. they kind of I think they stole a little of their thunder off each other. Yeah, they're, um, they're a little they're, they're, they're different. Like, I'm not saying they're the same movie, but Kandahar, Kandahar is definitely a, a, a movie. Yeah, it's more actiony. Yeah, it's more yeah. Actually, but, and there's it's it's I don't know, there's more there's, there's less story. Uh, in that one than there is in the other oh, one. the Covenant's got the way Covenant, more story, yeah. Because the Covenant is is, is based on real... Like yeah. On a real so that's so, what I'm saying. But the, when those movies came out, they came out kind of close yeah. together, yeah. Um, which kind of, I think, stole some of each other's thunder. Um, and then, of course, uh, one of the biggest movies of the year, which, unfortunately, I have not actually sat down and watched it, is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which is literally going to win tons of awards and stuff like that. Because the thing is just... People said it just breaks your mind the way this thing is like, but it's all animated, which is awesome. Um, but then, um, you know, again, those are major movies. Lesser stuff. Um, uh, we saw the blackening. It's fine. Nothing. I mean, it's 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 nothing special. It definitely plays on some stereotypes. Um, you know, it's fine. I thought, I thought playing on those stereotypes is fine, and they're doing it to a little tongue in cheek, and it's kind of a slasher movie, whatever kind of thing. Um, I thought the new Candyman, which was the year before, was a far better movie. Um, and if I'm going to pick one of the two to watch again, I'm watching the Candyman again. Um, Haley, what we wanted, really wanted to see uh, was it, uh, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, um, you know, uh, which is an animated movie. Of course, the new Indiana Jones movie came out, which I have not seen yet. I did. Uh, you know, but yeah. I don't think it needs to be there. Well, don't if you want to talk about it, you can, Dad. I'm saying is I don't know if Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny needed to even occur. Well, no, no, it, it, it does just like uh, just like other movies that that tell you. It, they, but did it have to? Did we need well, to have a new one after no, no, the no, last no. one? No, no, I, I you probably didn't need to. But but again, this is a Disney. Uh, yeah, no, I understand. But the thing is, they do tie in all of the all of. I don't want to say any loose ends, but you might you might have said whatever happened to Karen Allen? No, well, I didn't. Well, no, no, no. But there, there were people that <laughs> no, I know. But, I knew you. But you might. And this one ties that in. Whatever happened with the in, in Indiana Jones, the uh, the Arab who uh, who says you know give him hell to Indiana Jones. That's that's part of the thing. He's in this movie. There are 
There right. were uh, there are elements there are elements that that do tie in. Now, we just watched this the other day. To me, there's there's a problem with Disney, and what Disney is doing, and they're they're doing it with, with just about every movie that they bring out. Uh, that's an action movie. There's an there's a there's an axiom that says less is more. Disney's axiom is more is more. Right. There are three chases, at least three, maybe four in this movie, that just grown on and on and on. The opening of the movie is exciting. It's 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 a it's a chase scene with 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 the train and. It's done out. I mean, the one thing about Disney, the the, the money's the effects, not a problem. Yeah. yeah, and it's done great, but it just lasts forever and right, forever. Right, right. And then there are two car chases inside, and it's the it's 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 like they're going. It's just hard for me to. to but that's what I'm saying. That did, did did this need to occur? No, 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 no. it didn't no, need to because it, it wasn't like it wasn't like anyone was pining away for another Indiana Jones movie. Well, no, because no, the reason they did it is Harrison Ford is as old as I am. No, I, He's seventy-five years old. That I and, get. And yet he, like you, you just gave me something called nineteen twenty-three. It's a TV series. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have not seen it. I'm going to be watching it. You right. just gave yeah, me yeah, the, yeah. the set. But again, Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, he is not. They, what in the beginning of the movie he is made up to look like he's thirty. Well, it's digitally done. Yeah, no, it's, it's digitally done too. They they went in through and digitally cleaned so much yet, of it. Everything he's doing, then then that, that right after the, the chase scene, then it goes to present day. Yeah, and present day is nineteen sixty nine, because the movie. Well, he's got it because you can't have him be young the whole time. No, 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 yeah. no, no, but no, but it, it morphs. It, it shows what he did, yeah, right, and right, the right. reason why the reason why he's after this artifact, yeah. and why he was after the artifact in nineteen forty two. It's because it, it, it harps back yeah. to the Nazis, right. but the the, uh, uh, the the scenarios that he's been that he's being put through when he's in in, in 1969 are just as crazy and as ridiculous as anything you might have seen in either the Wick movies right. or, yeah, or yeah. the yeah, Equalizer yeah. movies. Right, and yet, but they didn't have to do that because well, in the thing about Indiana Jones movies is they in the original the original. Uh, like Razor Ross Dark and obviously they had some stuff in it, but they didn't have to go insane because they couldn't do it digitally. So it had to be done physically. So things were more real, more realistic, but more realistic than instead of digitally being able to do all this stuff. When when you take when you take the governor off and you can do whatever, you can open this thing full yeah. out, that doesn't mean it's always a good thing. Yeah. You know, oh, no. so. So when you watch this movie, to be perfectly honest, the best part of the movie is Mads Mikkelsen. Who played Hannibal in the, yeah. on the in the TV series? He is the he is the antagonist yeah. in this movie, yeah. and th th he was the reason why. At the end of the thing, we said, you know, I said to mom, I said, "What did you like about shoes?" I like the uh, the bad guy, yeah. you know. All right, let's talk about actual movies okay. we like because we're wasting time. We waste spend more time talking about movies that okay. never going to watch ever again the rest of your life. Um, obviously, the new Insidious came out. Um, uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie. There was that entire thing during the summer when they went head to head, literally breaking box office records. Um, you see, I haven't seen Oppenheimer. You saw Oppenheimer um, again. It, it, it's it, Christopher Nolan. I mean, Christopher Nolan movies are always you know something else. You know that it's the story of the atom bomb. The 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 guy who plays uh, uh, Oppenheimer is very good, and the story is very good. But to me, as watching it. It, it it is very slow. It's mm -hmm. there's nothing. There's no action in it. Obviously, a lot of it is talking back and forth. Right, the yeah. interaction with the scientists, and for whatever reason, 
for whatever reason, Christopher Nolan threw in two sex scenes that have nothing to do, at least in my opinion, with what this story is all about. But again, that that's fine. It, he 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 blends the he blends yep. Oppenheimer and the woman as as that's, uh, yeah right as, right as, as whatever. Now, the uh, I have not seen Barbie, and I'm uh, mom. The girls saw it. They loved it. Yeah. You said it's amazing. If mom wants to see it, I'll... Yeah, but because it's not just... It's not... So you're saying... But there are Barbie movies. There's been thousands of Barbie movies. And they're about Barbie and whatever. And they're like animated and whatever. This is about like... If they were real people and stuff like that. And it's the choices you make. And this is a much deeper story than just Barbie like, you know, whatever kind of thing. And I I have not watched it. The girls watched it. They loved it. So um, what I saw recently was Talk to Me, the A24 movie. Yeah, that's really hard to watch. Like it's good. It's a disturbing as hell. You will literally not feel good at the end of the movie. And just like other A24 movies, let's keep kicking you in the gut when you're down because nothing's right. It's good though, but it's, they're Australian. You have to be ready for that because I didn't know they were Australian. And all of a sudden they're speaking. I'm like, what? Oh, they're Australian. Oh, oh, there's a kangaroo. Cause that threw me off. There's a kangaroo in the first three minutes of the movie. And I go, oh boy. Are they in Australia? They are. Perfect. And then once I knew that, I was totally good because I was not expecting the kangaroo. It got me. Um, Haunt, Disney, Haunt, Disney's Haunted Mansion, far better than the original Haunted Mansion they made. Um, the effects were good. Silly. It was cute. Yeah. It did its thing. Um, there are some really good laughs in there. My daughter has now found out that Danny DeVito can be funny. Like, And I'm like, great. So yeah. you found that because she liked him in um, the... Juma the second Jumanji, right? The, no, or I should no. say, it's really the third Jumanji, the second of the newer Jumanjis, where he's she likes because what's her face plays him. Um, um, oh, um, Sarah um, Aquafina mm -hmm. does his voice, and it's her doing his voice. So, um, obviously, Gran Turismo car chase kind of a car racing movie. I, I haven't seen that yet. Neither have I seen Cobweb. What I watched the other day, you seen it? Was the Last Voyage of the Detmer. Oh. Um, I'm just going to say this. Some people have been super negative about this movie. I'm not sure what they were watching, but my negativity about this movie is the CGI. Because when you watch the special features and you look at the makeup effects, you're like, those are awesome. The makeups in this movie, the, the vampire Dracula makeup, what do you want to call it? The Nosferatu makeup are awesome looking. Why did you go and digitally clean them up? Don't clean them up. They look real. Yeah. When 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 the scenes when he's in it's just makeup on the actor looks great. Then they go digital and like oh, stop digitaling it up because the digitaling it up ruined yeah. parts of this movie for me. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the plot is really good. By the way, it, this is supposed to be from Chapter Seven of Dracula. It's it's, 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 it's yeah, it's just, it, that's where the, the, the it's, yeah whatever well, yeah. I rented the Dracula from the library. And I read chapter seven. Uh, it's loosely adapted. It's loosely. <laughs> based on ideas from. Uh, based on ideas. But the movie, uh, if you just watch the movie now, again, we're, we're, we're critiquing, and Jason, we're critiquing the, the special effects, but the movie itself. No, the movie's good. The movie itself is yeah. really good. And the, the, uh, the special features, if you, and I don't know if you get the special yeah, features. Yeah, you can if you, depending on how you get it, how you yeah. buy it. Yeah. And again, the special features has an alternate opening. Which is on YouTube. Yeah, that's oh, on YouTube. Yeah, okay. yeah. That alternate opening. If that's how it opened, well, I know why it didn't though. Yeah, I, I know why they didn't keep it in the movie. It's really cool, but if you leave that in the movie, you exp you give away the ending. Right. 
Okay. But again, I... And this is my other problem. Why a digital wolf? Why digital? Which, Just yeah. get a dog. Yeah. Just get a freaking husky and paint it. Like, or not paint it. Like, right. not, I'm not saying you should paint an actual dog. But why a digital wolf? Yeah. What did that accomplish? A real, real dog. Yeah. Walking yeah. gives mass, and this thing looks like it's floating more through the yeah. scene. And I, I oh, but the, but the way the story that bothered goes, me. But the that way the story me. goes, the the ending leaves it open and for for the oh no, there's a sequel. They thought yeah. there might be a sequel. And I'll you, it didn't make enough money though. I don't think. Uh, again, I, I'm hoping that uh, that they do. If they do make a sequel, then then it goes into London because the the very end of the movie. If if you remember Darkman, the way uh, not Darkman. Yeah, Darkman mm -hmm. and the 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 uh, Basil Gogus painting of Darkman. That's what Dracula looks like in the in the pub, with the with the with the the hat smooshed yeah, down, yeah. and it it just it's uh, that's what I'm saying. It left the ending, and I said, "Wow." Yeah, no, I I thought it was really good. I just could not stand the the digital cleanups. If you got rid of the digital cleanups and left it more real, yeah. more visceral, it makes it better. So. Um, uh, comedy that was, uh, I know you didn't see no hard feelings, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, you got to kind of like kind of a little raunchier comedy. It's funny. There's some really funny things that happens. I'm not a huge Jennifer Lawrence fan all the time. Um, but she's good in this one. Uh, of course, a new hotel Transylvania. The girls loved it. It's, it, it's the less of, it's the number four. It's the least of all of them. But again, here's Dracula again. Well, a lot of Dracula this year. Uh, Blue Beetle. Haven't seen it yet. We were supposed to watch. We didn't get a chance to yet. Um, it's obviously DC, so we'll see the nun two. Did you see the nun two yet? No, nun two. Um, if you like the nun, you're gonna like the nun two. This thing punches you in the gut too. This is the nun two and the Pope's Exorcist. If you watch them back to back, they're gonna feel a lot alike. Um, it's got some horrific stuff. I think the issue, and this is always my problem with this, is a difference between an A24 movie and a mainstream movie. The nun two and the Pope's Exorcist both have stuff you're like oh, okay all right like you're really kind of like it's it's like intense and guttural but we don't go that extra step in an a24 movie you go that extra step and that's why the a24 movies are art house and people are like i don't like them and i'm like that's why i love them because they push and i, I don't love every a24 movie we all remember what do you call um oh uh what's the one um I just blanked. It's like the worst movie, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It'll come to me in a minute. But it's god-awful. And that was the... Hereditary? Hereditary. Good God, that movie sucks. There is, like, literally, it's... I would much rather watch a test pattern for four hours. That movie was god-awful. Mm -hmm. um, and it had potential to be good, because I like... Um, I like Gabriel Byrne. I like... Um, what's her... Oh, I forgot her name. Um, the one who's in Krampus, the mom. I totally blanked her name. I like a lot of pieces in it. I don't like that director, and he's not a good. He's not, he doesn't write well. Um, Big Fat Reading Reading Three came out. That was a Kelly kind of yeah. thing. Um, I have not seen it yet. I purchased it when it was on sale. The movie's called Sick. It's about during the pandemic and home invasion. I can only imagine this one's going to be really hard to watch because it's not rated. Um, so yeah. of course, Expendables Four, Expendable it up, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And have you seen Saw X yet? Yes. Yes. My eye hurts watching Saw X, and then my leg hurt watching Saw yeah. X, and I'm watching this movie for the first 30 minutes now. If you haven't seen Saw X, you're like, wait, there's 10 of them? Yes. That well, means you miss Jigsaw, and you miss Spiral. Yes, and, but the thing is that Saw 10 takes place Before after Saw 6, because in Saw 6, on one of the, one of the, the deleted scenes, it, it, gives you the, it gives you the premise for 
Saw 10. Is it 6? Six? 6. It's right. It's Saw 6. It I thought he it. was... No, it, but... Because it, 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 Tobin Bell is in this, so he's still alive yes, in this movie. That's how, did that, he died in... I thought it was 5. No. They, remember, Amanda... Amanda takes over the main... You know, the, the, yeah, after... after and, but again, the source... It was, it's a deleted scene, so it's not... If you don't yeah. have... The, I, know, I had to think about it. I'm just saying, the problem is... Four, five, and six for the Saw movies kind of start blending a little because yeah. they're close because they came out right after each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the but the the premise the premise for Saw Ten is is Saw Six. Yeah. Now it's a, it's, it's a it's a middle not a prequel but it's a medical. Yeah, but again, but it it was good. But but now, but but if you if you were if if you go back and you've got the the yeah, the, the, Blu-rays the, the Blu-rays and, Blu-rays and you look at that that deleted scene. This movie makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. Now, it is a typical Saw movie. No, 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 no. No, it's not. Uh, the no. first 30 minutes, no, 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 the no, first 30 no. minutes was, I'm watching this going, am I going to literally find a Saw movie that I actually hate because they're talking about cancer and oh, all this no, stuff? Oh, right. And it's just yeah. like, wow, can we get more depressing? Hey, how about we kill a puppy? Why don't we stomp on whatever? Like, And I'm like, yes. okay. okay. I've got, and the cynic in me is saying, okay, where's the turn? Because yes. there's a turn coming. And I, I'm like, I'm going to bet. I, I add it down to two things. One, he goes back when he goes back, that the government or someone has come in and they've like, like big pharma has done it. And I'm like, that's too obvious. When they have screwed him, I'm like, oh, God, I was right. I'm like, yep. thank you, because these people all need to pay. And I didn't even think about going as deep as they went. Right. They went right. even deeper. I'm like, oh, man, everyone's right. in it. Yes, right. It was. Oh, I, I, I loved it. I mean, you're right. I, I I should have premised it. The first thirty minutes is depressing as hell. And he's in the movie the whole time. Oh yeah. And, and, and it's and it's you, you say to you, you say to yourself, are they making him a sympathetic character? And but again, well, they are. Oh no, he's very but, sympathetic but, for the again, first thirty minutes. They don't. That they don't. Not that they're showing you everything that's going to happen, but your eyes are listening to the words that are coming out of all the actors' mouths and the scenes, and you don't see it. I mean, there are MacGuffins like you wouldn't it's, believe. Well, it's hard, though, because, I no, mean, no, no. It, I mean but, but the thing is this. If you're watching that movie and you're not nearly as jaded and as cynical and, like, as, like, hard, like I mean, I, I, I look for the worst in everything. I never look for the good. It's the good can be there. Great. I'd be happy if I'm lucky and I find it. I know there's bad, there's evil, there's... People are going to lie and cheat and steal. I know that's happening. So I'm always looking for it. And I'm like, hmm, this seems too perfect. Things are kind of lining up too well. Where I'm looking for the tell. And I'm like, don't get your head wet. Okay. And I'm like, well, maybe they did cut into his head. But I'm like, why did they turn the screen away? And as soon as they turn the screen away, I'm like, why are they turning the screen away? And then it, I'm like, when he goes back, I'm like, oh boy, that wasn't real. Because they're having him watch the screen, but it's not his brain. And I'm like, Oh my God, I was right. Right, and, then, and I'll tell you, when she saws into her leg with the with the yeah. the the Italian guy, I forgot his name. This, I'm like, ah, okay, my legs are aching watching this. No, if you've seen, no, no, but seen, the other ones are like it too. Oh no, no, no. When when they when he sticks his hands in the not, not this ones, when the old ones, when they're going to the hypodermic needles, oh my God, right. I almost threw up right. because. For those, okay, so there's a movie that uh, Takeshi uh, Mike made called Audition. If you've never seen Audition um, and you are squeamish, don't. Because literally the psychopath in that movie, the woman who is insane, um, who cuts people up into little tiny pieces, when 
she doesn't kill you with a gun or an axe, which would be great. I wish she had. She kills you with a piece of piano wire and little tiny needles and a scalpel. And when she puts all the needles all over his chest and then she sits on him and then puts all her weight on him, I literally almost threw up then too. When she saws the guy's foot off with the piano wire, right? In audition. When she saws her leg off in that, sorry, spoiler alert, there's violence and blood. She saws her leg off. I'm like, okay, this scene can't get worse. It did though. <laughs> the freaking bone marrow. I'm like, I'm going to vomit. I'm like, and I'm eating, I'm eating while I'm watching this going, I'm going to get sick. Didn't stop eating though. Because I'm like, I've, I'm like, whoa. I didn't even, I'm thinking like, what, 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 how is the marrow? And I'm like, oh, they're going to suck it out. Yeah. And I'm like, what? It's going to, it's not going to fill that thing. That's blood. And that the marrow is just catching. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to say this. Most of you will never have to go through having a black and decker taken to your hip. So they drill into your hip to suck out bone marrow. And when they suck mm -hmm. out bone marrow, not only does it feel really weird and you now have holes in your hips for the rest of your life, right? But you kind of understand like pulling it out, but it's inside your bone. So it's like a weird feeling of like pulling inside your bone. You can't really feel it, but you feel it and it feels weird. When she's got the thing in there and it's yeah. sucking it out, I'm like, right. that's a bone and that's disgusting. Yeah. And it was perfect. The eyeballs getting sucked out though. I was like, what are those tubes? And I'm thinking like, tell me he's going to drip acid. Tell me he's going to, um, uh, not, not fives. Um, What's the other one? Theater of Blood. Tell me he's going to Vincent Price this guy by shooting ass into his eyes. No, we're going to take your eyeballs out. And I was yeah. like, oh, boy. But again, the, the, oh. the uh, when when this movie turns into a Saw movie. Yeah, it's, oh, it goes full it, Saw. It goes full Saw. And yet the story continues. Yeah. And there's there's more to come. And I'm not talking about more gore. There's more to come. The, the, uh, the woman antagonist in this is the... Uh, the daughter of the scientist, famous doctor, the doctor who supposedly has, has developed this cure for. Well, he's for, real. That's the whole point. So when you, yeah. that's what the whole point of the first thirty minutes of the movie, you have to pay attention because he yep. goes through and he does his research, mm -hmm. and it's real, yeah. and he is shut down, and he is not able to practice. So all of these things, and again, this is, and this is what I think is the most heart wrenching line in the entire movie, at the end, right before she dies. Oh, shocker, she dies. Yeah, kind no. of thing. Well. Not supposed to be. No, 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 I'll tell you what. I'm saying, she, yeah, she's she's not making it out of there, Dad. I'm just saying. They leave her behind. She's She can't get out. Like, eventually, we're not going to have a whole lot of lady here anyway. So, when he says, you stole everything from them, but you stole the one thing they had, which was hope. And I'm like... And that's the kick in the nuts right there because that's what happens when you're sitting in a room and there's 12 other people and everyone there has got a death sentence handed to them. Or maybe you're lucky and they caught it early enough and it's not going to be the end of you or whatever it's going to be. That right there. Because what do they do? There's a scene earlier where they're in a cancer support group where they're talking about it. And the guy who sets him up doesn't have cancer. And you're like, you don't belong in that room. I'm not saying that, every, you know, like, that you have to be like, Hand, you know, hat in your hand, all that. Like, I'm not. I don't act the way most people act when they get this kind of news. But I'm saying that right there, when when you find out, like, oh, tell me that guy's involved. I'm like, and he better get his comeuppance, and he does. You got to go watch in the credits for yeah, a little bit. And he gets his comeuppance. This is one of those you got to watch the credits. And I'm like, he better get his because that pissed me off to no end. I'm like, oh my god, that made me so angry. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, 
And I'm angry at the end of the movie. And I'm like, he better get his. And he does. And I feel better because he got his. But I'm saying is, but that's the problem. Because you're like, out of all the things, and in the Saw movies, there are people who do a lot of disgusting, horrible things. I mean, people are not good people. They're robbing, stealing. But yeah, like, and they all get their punishments, right, kind of thing. But to, to actually play off of that. I mean, remember, the whole point of the series is that it literally starts with they don't do their job correctly. They right. give him the wrong thing. Like, yep. his treatments, not, it, they wait too long. He's got brain cancer. They can't, like, it's it's already not a very pleasant series of movies mm. from the story. I don't mean that the, take the deaths out of it. The story underneath is not pleasant. It's not nice. No, no. But it's probably more real. Yeah, that's that thing's probably what kicks in these movies. As you get later on into the Saw movies, especially after they supposedly Tobin Bell is gone, then it's more, it's more, you know, the torture porn like the all the reviewers say. Yeah, it's not though, though. I mean, they still have purpose. When you take the first one, the first movie where the two guys are locked in the room, right? And it and at the end it turns out that the the person who was supposedly dead is the is alive and he has to saw his leg his his well, foot yeah. off. Well, no. Well, he gets up and walks out, and now it's down to how do I get out of the room? He locks the other guy in because who do you call um, uh, Carrie Ewells actually saws his leg off. Yeah. The doctor and. Think about that. That was so horrific at the, at the time. time. People were like, "We'll never see anything worse than that." That would be literally on the trailer now. Yeah, because you don't actually see him saw the leg off. You hear the bone crack, but you don't. Actually, we watched the lady saw her leg off in the movie. It was unbelievable. Yeah, and, and, that, and it's not only that that happens again. They, I want to play a game. Yeah, when he says, "I want to play a game," you know, you have three minutes to do this, this, or this, yeah. right? You know that they're not going to make it in three minutes, and that's when. Well, they, they, the one guy does. Oh, no, what? No, no, the one, the, the girl does. No, the guy the, with the with the oh, pipe bombs on his arm, he makes it. Yeah, he makes it. Yeah, right. I mean, his arms are useless, but he's made it. Right, he, he makes it. But the the ones who don't make it, the, you, you can see the trap that's set up. Yeah. That this is what's. I mean, that the girl, the uh, um, the the one who saws her leg off. That's not the only thing that's going to happen to her if she doesn't. Well, she you know, saws the leg off and then has to drip, put the marrow out right. to fill the machine. The machine and if you don't get there, it slices her head's clean off. I mean, the thing she is, she gets capped. At this point, what would you rather do? Cut your leg off and not get the, and, and and live your life with, with one the, leg, with one leg, or just die. I mean, well, the thing is, I mean, the amount of blood she's losing. I mean, the tourniquet made me have again that again. People always say, well. They put a tourniquet on. Mm -hmm. It makes perfect sense. All these things make sense. There's a, a there's a doctor in the room who's telling her what to do, so it makes sense. Because you, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Like, I'll make sure. Okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get the marrow? Like, put it in there. She tells her what to do, so it makes sense. Wait a second. The, the whole point of this was the first thirty minutes. I'm like, if this keeps going like this, it's going to be the worst Saw movie of all time. And I'm like, and I know it had to take place in the middle because I know what happens at the end. Um, but after we got, um, Jigsaw, which is the one, it's is all, everyone, that's the one they come back a year later right. and all this stuff like that or whatever. And then, uh, Spiral, which I actually really liked a lot. Right. Yeah. And Spiral is the most unsaw movie of all. Cause that's about the cop. It's a right. cop procedural yeah. and it's dealing with, uh, Chris Rock and it's dealing with what I'm saying. It's a lot of different people and people hated that movie cause it wasn't just the same thing. But when they give them the same thing, they complain they don't like the same thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you want. Believe it or not, I mean, I thought Spiral was really your, good. Your mother, your mother, she can't take a mouse in a trap, right? Let alone, let alone having people's legs cut off. But 
I when I watched Spiral, I said, "This is really good." For you know, in, in the well, there's also not an insane amount of like the 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 kills are not yeah. as over the top as they are right. in some of the other. But they're but they're still they're brutal. brutal. Oh yeah, they're yeah, brutal. yeah. So I said to mom, and she says, "Can I watch that?" I said, "I think you can because the story is good. Yeah. You don't have to know." Anything from before. Anything before, just that there was yeah. a killer named Jigsaw. Yes, and there's and the, you know John uh, uh, John Kramer, John Kramer, yeah. and they, they mentioned him in it. And the only reason why Spiral is made, believe it or not, is because Christopher Rock went Chris to Rock. Chris Rock. Rock. He went to the producers that Spiral was supposed to be uh, Saw Ten. Yeah, but he went there and said, "Look, I've got a limited amount of time. I want to do a movie." And so he had he came up with he had a, a uh, a uh, a layout of what he thought the movie could look like, and then they embellished yeah. it. So and that's how Spiral came out. So Spiral is really is is again, it's it's part of the Saw franchise, but it is one of the movies on the side. So, the straight Saw stories are the right. Saw movies. Even Jigsaw, it's kind of a side story yeah. because it, I mean it still takes place. But it's all about them coming back yes. to it a year later. It tells part of a story and comes back. Nowadays, if you just keep making straight sequel, straight sequel, straight sequel, straight sequel, they get boring, which is yeah. why Hobbs versus Hobbs and Shaw is awesome. And some of the fast and furious movies don't hit as well. Right. I love Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw is great. Is it any real different than those yeah. other movies? No, but it's a different characters taken away from this. It's not the whole family. It's great. I love having. They're making a Hobbs and Shaw too. I'll watch it because I guarantee it'll be a lot of fun. Even if what's his face isn't back, Idris Elba, you know, isn't back in some way as a, as a, as a superhuman, right? Uh, you know, kind of thing. You know, it's true. They basically make him into Superman in the movie, kind of thing. But it's just because those things work, right? Sometimes you need to have a story. Now, sometimes those side stories don't work, right? When you tell a little side story, it's like, okay, that's not so great. The 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 ones so far, most horror franchises, if they're making a side story. They do it because it's going to work. Now, like the Curse of La Lorena is one of the weaker entries in all of the um, Conjuring movies uh, series. The Conjurings themselves, each one of them ties directly into what's happening. It's all about the family. And then the Annabelles, which are hit or miss, they're fine. They're ancillary, but they do tie back in. The Nun 2, almost nothing would tell you it's a Conjuring movie. But it, you have to know that then, if you remember The Nun... It doesn't have much to do with the conjuring either, right. except the end or the beginning and the end. There's little snippets. Same thing here. It's now we're at the house. The phone rings. What can we do for it? It's like, okay, so it ties in, but that's the whole point. If you're going to make an, a, a, a side movie, it's got to make sense in the series. It's got to it's got to grow the myth instead of detract from the myth and it, or mythos. And if it doesn't, what have you accomplished? I think what that's what they did with Spiral. Spiral, even though it wasn't supposed to be what it is, really works well. And most people had no idea that they're sitting there for the ninth movie in a series. Because it's the ninth movie. Right. Yeah. Say so you had nine, usually you're not getting new you stuff. Just made, you just made a great point. The thing is, the, the, the side movies keep the franchise fresh yep. in, in a way. Yep. And that's why the, the on the Fast and Furious, because the only the side movie was Hobbs, Hobbs and, and Hobbs and Shaw. But yet when you're watching nine or eight nine and ten they're the exact same movie with with a different plot yeah. but it's the same thing and you get tired of it yeah you can see now the thing is when the the three equalizer movies are yeah. different well they're different because they're, there's different he's in different situations yeah. and the thing is the, the equalizer three has, has a really really good ending and it's and it 
you know, it, if you're, again, somebody like Denzel Washington, who was an A-list mm-hmm. actor, that he was in these movies as a... Well, he wanted to make these movies. Yes. Well, again, these are movies that he exactly produced. He wants to do it. Yeah. And, in all fairness, the equalizer, the action in these movies, while it is unlikely, that's probably the best way to say that, is not completely unbelievable. Yeah. Right? You know, I mean, people do have guns. He, he gets hurt. It's not like he's oh, invincible. He's he doesn't walk through bullets and stuff. You're, no. Right? He's still a human. Now, he's a highly trained, effective, you know, like operative, but these are not, at no point is he getting shot like 27 times so, and just walking through right, it. Yeah. Right. You know, no, no, I'm saying that. Which is, but the, but the thing is, though, that, right, I'm saying, but the equalizer, each of the equalizer movies takes a different, it's not the same thing over and over and over again. It's, it's why, um, uh, what was the, the last Rambo movie, whatever that was called. Like the yeah, it was Rambo. No, 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 oh, no, no. Oh, the, the, the last one, the, last one, the yeah. last one where it's at the house where he's an old man. Yeah. That movie, people were like, oh, it's not a Rambo movie. I'm like, that's probably the most Rambo movie since one. When he comes home and everyone hates him because he did nothing wrong. He fought for his country. And that's a whole nother argument for the different day. Right. But the original Rambo movie, it's like the most real. And then we get, I mean, and everyone loves First Blood Part Two. It's a great movie. Not saying that, but First Blood, when you watch First Blood, you're like, this is like a guy. Like he's a guy who can kill people. He's a guy. He's not the superhero. Mm-hmm. Three, getting some of the later ones. Okay, but even the one in Cambodia, I mean, that one, oh, good God. When he, when he's in, and he, when he, they're, they're, Oh, they're stealing the children. They're molesting the children. And all that. And he, oh, when he unloads with the machine gun into that guy at point blank range, you're like, yep, hundred percent. Everyone in this movie deserves that. But when you watch this one, the, 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 the last, the one, but basically it's, it's the stand at the house. Everything he's doing. It's like, okay, what's he really doing? He's using an ax. He's using it. He's, he doesn't have, oh, I have seven bazookas. Like it is of a tank. Right. He's, he's using what he would do. He went into, now, is it, there's some parts where he goes in when he goes into Mexico to get her or try to get her back. You're like, okay, uh, maybe there's some like luck that he doesn't get actually annihilated by the cartel there. But it's like, okay, but I'm willing to buy that happening. But that movie feels more real, right? When the the equalizers are gr- much more grounded right. compared to fantastical. Yeah, and again, the, the equal, equal even even compared to like uh, the the um, Expendables. Because Expendables is nuts. Nuts. Yeah. But in all honesty, I'm not going to see the Expendables one through four and wanting to see like, let me have a real like heart to heart talk. I mean, I, I want to see them do yeah. the crazy crap, yeah. you know? Yeah, you know, if you had to, I mean, that, that, that's, a, that's a bit of over the top. But the, even like with the Wick movies, the thing with the Wick movies is that he's, he's not impervious to getting hurt. I mean, he gets the but he still, but he still comes through a lot oh, no, of stuff, though, Dad. No, he comes through, but he there's there's a he comes through almost to the point of where where it's it's he's dead, and then then he comes back to life. No, but the Wick movies, yeah. the Wick movies have a story. Oh yeah, that, that continues from one to two to three to four, mm-hmm. and because of that, and because of the same characters, you have and you've invested. Yeah, in in, in the in the first the first few. This movie, in a way, it's tough at the ending. It's it's tough for that because there is no salvation for him. Well, but there never was. Right. That's the whole point of it. And that's the difference between John Wick movies and like a movie like Nobody, who made by the exact same people, yeah. where he's a family man, he's gone away. That's the um, Steve Odekirk movie. 
really good movie. You're like, well, but this guy didn't want to do this. You did this. And yeah. he just said, I told you, don't do this. Or I'll have to do these things. And when you watch the Wick movies, it literally, this movie, this whole series of movies, it comes down to, I told you not to do mm -hmm. what you did. You did. And now it all opens up. And that's the great, because remember, he's out. He's retired. Mm. It's, it, he has to go to the basement and, you know, sledgehammer the ground to get his guns back. All you had to do was not do what I told you not to do. Leave me, leave me alone, right? Yeah. So. But, but uh, vengeance is willing to say the Yeah. Right? All right. So there's two movies I want to talk about real quick here. Um, well, three. One I didn't see yet. Um, it's called uh, No One Will Save You. That's on Hulu. Haven't watched it. It's an alien abduction movie. It's supposed to be really good. I haven't seen it yet. Um, one TV series I want to mention real quick. If you enjoyed The Boys, and that is not for everyone, but I love The Boys. I can't wait for season four. Gen V, yep, go watch Gen V because The Boys pushes that envelope. And Gen V says, here, hold the envelope while I kick it completely out. There is so much stuff in there that just literally has your skin crawl at times. You want to throw up at times. You laugh hysterically at times. If you thought Peacemaker, the series Peacemaker pushed the envelope and you haven't seen the boys, you don't understand where the envelope even is. Gen V pushes it. Gen V is awesome. It's on Prime. If you haven't watched it, spend the time. I watched it all literally. In, I watched it in, over the course of two days and two sittings. Um, Thanksgiving, I haven't seen yet. It's supposed to be outstanding. Um, they're making a sequel. They've already announced it. Um, Five Nights at Freddy, awesome uh, movie. Haley and I watched it. Got that already coming. That actually was really good. Um, Haley enjoyed it too. We don't play the video game, but it's really, really good. Um, the other one was, uh, what the heck was it? Uh, I lost it. Where is it? Um, oh, I wrote it down. What did I do? Uh, well, I just watched, um, uh, it's a wonderful knife. I watched that and it's a comedy and it's a wonderful life. It's literally, it's a wonderful mm -hmm. life, but it's with a slasher. I love the angel costume, but all white with a white mask, probably not the best idea for a slasher. Um, it's silly and funny and it's made for like a like it's got a whole bunch of people you know in it like yeah. uh joe McHale and justin long and like um uh um uh isabella whatever her last name is the one from um, um ginger snaps they're all in it um which i liked it was a good movie we watched i, I watched that i enjoyed that uh what the heck was the other one? Oh, wrath of becky most people have never seen wrath of becky you got to watch becky first becky's about the the 12 year old who goes crazy and kills people because they are killing her and her family. And then she's just we're at the Becky's good. It's over the top beyond belief. Um, we want, we both saw black demon. Um, nothing mm -hmm. crazy. It was, okay. it was okay. It's certainly not even, it's certainly not deep blue sea, um, which is way better shark movie, but black demon was fine. Um, but, Oh, I know the one it is. If you go back and listen to the vault, we just talked about it. Totally killer. The eight a movie that takes, it's a time travel movie. takes you back to the eighties with a slasher. It's funny. If you like 80s movies, like 80s whatever movies, there are so many references. It's really good. We had a good time with that on the vault. Um, that one is uh, on Prime. You can see that on Prime. They uh, It was supposed to be a uh, Bloomhouse release, but that's it. I think that might be all of them. Um, kind of things that we caught. Uh, obviously, I you know, there are a bunch of releases this year, which were good too. Uh, Blu-rays and stuff like that, but of course, we'll talk about that later. So. I've got the, the one that, uh, that I saw last night. 
was the weird Al Yankovic movie. Best 2022, though, technically. It's yes, 20, yes. It's 22? Yeah. Oh, End of 22. So, the, yeah, weird, the Weird Al Yankovic movie is finally coming out. Because that was on um, Roku. People are probably screaming at their phone, I think, right now. It was on Roku exclusively, and now it's finally coming out. Yeah, oh, so. okay. Uh, that, it's really it's, good. It's good. It's but weird. It's, That's it's, what it definitely it, is. It, it is. If you if you love Weird Al Yankovic's work, yeah, yeah. This movie, it's 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 one of those, but it's a, it's expanded yeah. to an hour and a half. Yeah. Now, I, I, there's one other thing. It's not a movie, but uh, we oh, but mom and I watched the uh, uh, we watched the series, and it's it's American Horror Stories, which we think are uh, some of the best anthology. Uh, there are only ten episodes per season, uh, yeah. per season. This is season nine. It's called Double Feature. The the uh, um, the first one is, is six episodes. The first feature is six episodes. But the one I want to talk about is the last four. It's called Death Valley. And it's about aliens. I, I don't know if they if they if American Horror Story is streaming or whatever. If you get I'm a chance, sure. if you get a chance, it's four episodes, they're 40 minutes apiece. It is it is it talks about uh, uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Richard Nixon, the uh, all of the the uh, the fake uh, landing on the moon, and it's got aliens in it. It is a riot. It really is. Yeah. And for, for again, for if in, at 160 minutes, you can almost binge it in one yeah uh, in, in one night. But it, it's the second. It's, it's the second feature. Now, the the, the series the, the number ten um, is tough. It really is. It's about AIDS. Yep. And so that one is. I don't recommend watching it if if that if it bothers if that was it was a time that um, you know you you had to live through, which my wife did. She we watched it, and as we're watching it, it it's it's tough to watch okay, from, so, from, from so, it's tough to watch. My, my, hang on. Uh, so uh, let me let me just. So my dad's referring to the fact my mom is a nurse. And dealing with people who were dealing with AIDS, not my mom dealing with AIDS. So, yeah. so make that clear. Oh, no, no. The way you said that, it came across that yeah. way. No, my mother was a nurse, especially during the time when AIDS became, you know, rampant yeah. and dealing with people and having to like change how you did nursing and change yeah. how medicine went and stuff like that. That's what I make sure we're clear with that. So, yeah, but it's also it's also it's also tough to watch because of the the content. No, no, not the not not the AIDS part, but the the, the content. Mm -hmm. Right, I'm characters. saying it's but what you said originally made it sound like yeah. mom was dealing with AIDS directly. But, again, that, but that's a, that's as a medical. Yeah. You can see double the second one called Death Valley, a yeah. double feature. It is it is well worth yeah. the time. Yeah, so um yeah, folks, there was a whole bunch of stuff. Obviously, um for those of you who saw X, which came out early in twenty two, if you haven't seen Pearl yet, watch Pearl because there's now Max is coming with three X's, it's the just the third one. Uh those are A twenty four movies. Those are not pleasant. Nothing in there makes you feel good. And when you're done, you'll just be smiling because that's what happens at the end of those movies. Not like Smile, which is also pretty good. If you haven't seen Smile, that's 2022. But Haley loved that movie. She's like, oh, it's going to scare me. And it's actually pretty good. Smile is actually pretty good. It's the, again, I don't love the CG in the end of the movie, but CG will get me every time. All right, mm -hmm. folks. So um, there's a whole slew of stuff coming. Obviously, um, we didn't talk about Godzilla Minus One because I have not had a chance to see Godzilla Minus One. Although Godzilla Minus One, has passed Oppenheimer as the best reviewed movie of the year. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is crazy considering it was supposed to run for a week and now it's been running for weeks and it's making insane amounts of money. It was number one in the box office. It only plays on like 10 screens a day. Yeah. And it's sold out all the time. Luke said it's amazing. 
Everyone who's seen it said it's amazing. I think Luke saw it. I I don't know. I'm I'm trying to remember. I thought Luke said it would. Everyone I've spoken to who's seen it loved it. Said it was amazing. You You have got to go to the movies to see it. It's only playing limited runs. No, 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 no. It's nowhere around here. We have to go to Danbury or something like that. Um, But yeah, we didn't talk about that. Obviously, there's movies still coming out. Napoleon's supposed to come out at Christmas time, which is supposed to be this epic Ridley Scott. We always love a Ridley Scott kind of thing. And, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. But, you know, Dad and I like to bring you some of the smaller ones that you haven't heard of. Now, we did talk about some blockbusters. But, again, I cannot recommend Megan enough. Um, it's violent. I watched the unrated cut. The unrated cut's only, I think, like 30 seconds longer. But there are little things here and there. Um, but we we enjoyed that as a family. Cocaine Bear is hysterical. Yeah. You know, kind of things like that. Renfield was funny as heck. Yeah. So maybe you have someone in your life who's not a horror person, doesn't really like the gore and the blood. So Saw X might be out. Renfield was good. My wife loved Renfield. My wife, actually, Kelly loved what? Shishu because of like, because it, it's, she, you're rooting for him. You yeah. root for him. Oh, and I just want to mention this. Now that John Wick 4 is out and everyone kind of think, go back and watch the John Wick movies. Count how many lines he says in one, two, three, and four. They get less and less and less. As he goes through this journey, he talks less and less, less and, and less. less, which is why in Shishu, he doesn't talk the whole time. It's unnerving how little he talks because he doesn't have to talk, right? And the Germans in that movie are all really gross people. Um, not trying to be, but they're Nazis, so you're supposed to not supposed to like him. You're not right. supposed to be for the Nazis, um, you know, kind of thing. Kind of funny how how they um, how they, they they make sure they portray them like a certain way and whatever. But like everyone in the movie is filthy too. I think that's the one of the best yeah. things. Everyone yeah. is dirty and filthy because you're in the middle of a war. No, no, but but. Think about Indiana Jones movies. There are plenty of Nazis in some, a lot of those movies, and they're all usually pretty well. Their uniforms look nice and neat. These guys look like they've been through a war. Yeah. Well, again, yeah. they're the, I know, as I'm saying, but they look like they've been in it, you know, kind of thing. So anyway, all right, folks, <laughs> that about wraps it up for here. Um, this is, again, this episode was supposed to be like probably a 20-minute. We're at an hour and a half almost. Yeah. Um, and we definitely talked about some other movies and stuff. If you have other suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. We'll be back with our Valentine's Day episode um, of... A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, because there's no better love story than Nancy and Freddie and their uh, their years-long relationship that they had. And that sounded super uber gross and weird. Anyway, so folks, um, so that about does it for us. Uh, like we say around here, keep those cards and letters coming and keep watching the skies. This is Tokyo, once a city of six million people. What has happened here was caused by a force which, up until a few days ago, was entirely beyond the scope of man's imagination. Tokyo, a smoldering memorial to the unknown. An unknown which, at this very moment, still prevails and could, at any time, lash out with its terrible destruction anywhere else in the world. Hi, folks. Luke Giaconetti here. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Do you like giant monsters, or as they're called in Japan, Daikaiju? Monsters like Godzilla, Rodan, Gamera, King Ghidorah, or Mothra? Do you like more obscure monsters, such as Gappa or Yangari? Do you like giant heroes like Ultraman, or super robots like the Shogun Warriors? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then I think you might like my podcast, Earth Destruction Directive. I'm a dedicated fan of all things Daikaiju, and I'd like to share that with all of you. Please check out Earth Destruction Directive at twotruefreaks.com. Earth Destruction Directive, where we turn your Daikaiju dreams 
into city-smashing reality. This has been an episode of Bots, Bugs, and Babes, the B-Movie Podcast. If you'd like to contact me, please email the show at botsbugsbabes at gmail.com. If you'd like to find me online, I'm on Facebook under my name, Jason Jacknetti. I often contribute to the Two True Freaks Facebook group. You can visit my Facebook page, The Art of Horror Collective, and you can search the hashtag, The Art of Horror Collective. On Instagram, find me under my name, Jason Jacknetti, and search the hashtag, The Art of Horror Collective, as well as the new hashtag, Bots, Bugs, Babes Podcast. I'm the only one using them. I'm also on Twitter, at Jason Giaconetti. And you can visit my webpage at www.theartofhorrorcollective.wordpress.com. All movies, characters, stories, music, etc. are properties of their respective holders. This is a fan work, and any use of any property is purely for review, discussion, entertainment. So don't sue me. I ain't got anything anyway. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Will you stop?